Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, everybody. I don't even remember. How, it's been so long since we recorded. I don't even know how to start. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mullick. And I'm Mark Whitman. And we, we're at the house today. <laughs> and we're got dude. We've been hanging out like six hours already. Have to tell them the story of me getting here this morning. <laughs> Go ahead. So <laughs> last night we have this conversation, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I'm going to sleep in." Yeah. And for Heath and I, sleeping in means two different things. That's right. Uh, I got up about seven thirty this morning, headed on over here. <laughs> <laughs> and you did text me. I did. And I find... texted Heath. I'm on the way, and I got here, and <laughs> the front door was standing wide open. <laughs> And I said, well, I knocked on the door. Nobody shit, nobody came. And I waited a minute. And we have that type of yeah. friendship where it's, I don't, I've come over here so often. I make myself at home. I yeah. just actually walked in the front door. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't, like I could tell the yeah. house had an, it was clear to me that there was nobody up in this house. Yeah. 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 You know? So my original thought was to come in and lay down in the bed with you, you know, and see how long it took you to wake up. <laughs> and then I thought, well, he might sleep with a gun under his belt. Right. And I wound up getting shot trying to be funny. Yeah. So uh, so I called you, and he answered the phone. Hey, man, what are you doing? Yeah. I had to take, I had to wake up, <laughs> take the take CPAP, CPAP off. You know. <laughs> And uh, he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, man, I am, I'm in your den right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, huh? And I looked at my phone and I'm like, when Mark said I'm going to sleep in, I'm thinking he's going to come over at like 1030 or 11. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't set an alarm. And uh, it was about 9.30, I guess, which is yeah. a little bit earlier. Right, it is a little earlier than normal, yeah. I usually get – but the reason I always get here about 10 is because there's a Hardee's on the way over here. Yeah. And it's the best Hardee's. Like, they have the best biscuits. I don't know. Right. I mean, like, you just won't find Hardee's biscuits that good at any of the other Hardee's, man. I mean, for years, we've been going there to get biscuits. Yeah. We would, like, go to the, the Pickens Jockey lot. We would stop there. So when you moved over this way and I started having to go by, I was like, this is awesome. I'll be able to go get the the good sausage biscuit every yeah. couple of weeks. But I didn't this morning. And usually the lines are really long, so it takes like 25, 30 minutes to get your biscuit. Yeah. Um, maybe not quite that long, but yeah. it seems like that. Yeah. But anyway, so I got here a little earlier than normal because of that. I was just shocked that your front door was standing wide open unlocked. Because when I went to bed you last on a major night, highway. I mean, when I went to bed last night, I locked it. And then I think it's not a typical front door because there's no deadbolt to it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's no excuse. But my kids, one of them probably went outside and didn't even, you know, my personal safety is not even on their minds. <laughs> right. They weren't even considering maybe some some madman will show up here. But th- I have been so two. We typically would have recorded two weeks ago, and I had a, something at church, so we couldn't. You had to. I had to work. work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and but I knew that the AEW pay per views tonight. I'm like, dude, why don't you just come? Can you just come watch the pay per view? Like, would that work out? And I didn't know if it would. And I was. 
but you basically got here at nine thirty, and we're you're going to be here for like thirteen <laughs> hours. Yeah, man, I'm because, so excited because I like yesterday. I was like, uh, I said, "Hey, like, what do you what do you want to do?" And you're like, "We have to seize these moments when they present themselves to us. We don't know that we're promised yeah. tomorrow. We need." To, so I was like. Well, I guess I'm going over there to record, and yeah. we're going to hang out all day. I guess that's the plan. So that's what I got up thinking, and I didn't realize you were thinking different. You know? I mean, I was thinking – I wasn't thinking 9.30 to 11.30. I was thinking like 10.30 to 11.30. I think you were thinking that I would get here about 5. No, 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 no. I knew – like I, I was counting on getting lunch, and yeah. then I – because I was like, oh, you know, because I, I had already thought, okay, we can just have those pizzas, and then I knew I wanted to grill steaks – uh-huh. So I was thinking, I just had no sense of time. Yeah, we're having steaks tonight. But we, dude, I was, it's been such a good day. We had this like hour and a half tremendous discussion on religion and church and politics. And it was great. I wish we would have recorded that because like it was very educational for me. Some of the formula, you know, some of the things I was saying was just really good. He said, "You just said it was really educational for me because some no. of the because some of the things that I was saying was really but good. It was education because it was I was thinking about things in a way that I had not thought about them before, right? And so I was vocalizing things I hadn't thought about, and I and I wanted like to take that and then like expound on that mm-hmm. in, in my in my personal time. But yeah, yeah you told me you were going to put some of that online later on. Yeah, yeah, it was like re- like you." Just some questions you ask, and through the flow of our discussion, just thinking about, you know, religion and the church and some of the good and the bad things about that, and yeah, but this is not a, this is not a podcast about either of those things. It's about whatever it's about, we want it to be that's about. R- that's right. I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of beyond the point of caring if anybody I likes what we talk I, about. Yeah. I think <laughs> the people that know us, our patrons, which you can become a patron at patreon.com slash double dropkick, those people know us, yeah. and even the people that disagree with us wrestling-wise or politically, they're yeah. like, hey. Or religiously. <laughs> yeah, right. They, you know. Because we have a pretty eclectic group of patrons. We really do. I mean, it is. Yeah. We got pastors. We got atheists. We got Democrats. We got Republicans. We got we got all sorts. People in wrestling. People out of wrestling. Uh, so, yeah. Pretty yeah. good stuff. Yeah. That's, uh... But then we sat down. We finally went and got lunch. We've been watching... Roddy Piper saved Gordon Soley on YouTube. Yeah. And we're now watching. So this is going to be playing in the background, so we may comment on it. This is this is, this is is like, um, who was the guy that wrestled Bret Hart was supposed to be the next big thing? Tom Maggie. Tom McGee. Tom McGee. This is my Tom McGee tape. When I was a kid, I read the article about the wrestlers playing the police department. Mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes scoring 17 points, the leading scorer. And that almost that full game is now on YouTube. You've seen they've the clip of Dusty hitting a three-pointer has been everywhere. So if you go on YouTube, NWA Wrestlers versus Charlotte Police Department charity basketball game 1998. I want to say a shout out to S Stewart 30 
the user who's uploaded this, this has got 14,000 views in, in three months. Right now, at this very moment, we are five minutes, 44 seconds into the video. It's 39 minutes and 30 seconds long. So we're at 544, and we hadn't pressed play yet. Right. So we, we – We're not going to do a, a commentary. No, no, no. It, but if they wanted to – Watch it while they were listening, in case we talk about. Yeah, something. go watch this because this is we, we've the, we watched the first <coughs> five minutes, and it's the worst five minutes of basketball I've ever seen it really in my is. entire life. It is terrible. No, but I think the score is still uh, not to not. Well, well, we catch it, and it's all they're already in their thirties, so we're catching okay. it like the end of the first half going into the second half. Tim Horner's in here. He's left-handed. He gets a rebound and attempts like a. Five footer and air balls it. Yeah, and there's a lot of running and gunning. There really is. the The wrestler mentality that you don't want anybody to take your spot is evident because they're all just shooting. They're no passing. Yeah, somebody's wanting to show that they can shoot. Yeah, but then you can tell a lot of them are just passing to Dusty. Right, they want to yeah, get booked. They, yeah. Um. So that's I'm going to hit play and then I want to get into the discussion that I want to talk about with Mark. Okay. Um, so three, yeah, I'm hitting three, two, one, go. play. There we go. All right. I'm going to turn it down a little bit. The other commentary you hear in the background is my son playing Fortnite. We've been having internet issues. Is that what he's doing? Playing and, Fortnite. And so he is. He's moved his TV and stuff into the dining room because there's a uh, somebody just hit a three pointer. Uh, that that's Tim Horner. Yeah. Uh, so he's in here playing for it. Anyway, Mark, you want to hear something? Speaking of Tim Horner, if yeah. you want to hear something that you won't hear, you'll hear Jim Cornette rant yeah. about a lot of things. Yeah, uh, something that he doesn't rant about very often is yeah. his dislike for Tim Horner. Yes. So you should go to YouTube and search for Jim Cornette's epic burial of Tim Horner and listen to that. It is very, very, very entertaining. Yeah, not as entertaining as Brad Armstrong playing this game in thick sweatpants and Hollywood sunglasses. That's a fact. Um, there's a jumper. Anyway, so I want to talk to you. That was, I think that's the end of the first half. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk to you. We're, we're get, we, when was the last time we watched a pay-per-view together? It was a WrestleMania. We watched when you were going to uh, Southern Wesleyan. I went, and I remember it was uh, the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Iron Man match. I had that VHS. Mm -hmm. And I remember we went to Jerry's video and got some pizza. Mm -hmm. And then we went to Survivor Series a couple of years ago. Right, right, but right. But I don't guess you, I don't know if you would, you don't count that as right. far as getting together to watch one. I yeah. Mean, man, that, that, that time at Southern Wesley may have been it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember that. Third Floor Child's Hall. I remember that. Um, nice Planned Parenthood commercial. Is that J.J. Dillon? Is he coaching one of these teams? Um, it looks like it does look it like really J.J. Does. Dillon, man. I, that's that's totally him. That has to be. Yes, it yeah. is J.J. Dillon. But he's over there with the police officer. He's like coaching the police officer. Well, you know, that's what he does now. He works in the like. Yeah, uh, he's, a, he's a corrections officer. Is there that that's Jim, Jim Crockett, Crockett Sr. Jim Crockett and hey, David Crockett are Holy cow. Oh, my Lord. David Crockett. David Crockett's got that big knee brace on. There's Ricky Santana, who's just happy to be there. shorts. Here comes Jim Crockett Sr. Somebody find the rest of David Crockett's shorts and give them to him. <laughs> That's a ridiculous. Holy Nobody, Toledo. Nobody wants to see that. 
I am so excited for this. I've, AEW has done such a tremendous job of building to this pay-per-view. Uh, I am so holy Toledo. This this is the this is church league basketball without any <laughs> talent, talent whatsoever. <laughs> Whoever the coach is for the re, for the NWA, <laughs> Jim they Jim Crockett arguing the call. He thinks he got fouled. Maybe we should have just done a voiceover of this. Anyway, I did, I'm excited for the pay per view. Mm. I don't know if you've been watching Dynamite leading up to no, it. No, I don't. Watch, I haven't had TV in years. But even, so. but even this morning when I was having to get on Bleacher Report and pay for it, and I told you I'd rather pay fifty bucks four times of the year than pay ten bucks a month for something I don't watch. Yeah, yeah, I got to cancel my WWE. I, I, I watched. Um, I watched Roman Reigns come back, and then I watched Payback. Yeah. Um, but I didn't – well, I'll say I watched Payback. I watched the the title match at Payback. Anyway, what were you going to say? Yeah, I don't even – Roman Reigns came back? Uh-huh. And he's with Heyman now or yeah, something like that? Yeah, I think that? Brock Lesnar's deal is up. Mm-hmm. So – I guess they put Heyman with Reigns, and I mean, like you finally do the thing that everybody's wanted to do, and now they love it. So. Right? I want, they want him to be heel so they can pull for him. It makes no now, sense. Now, didn't Roman Reigns get his teeth done or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it. Uh oh, somebody's down. Somebody's down. If it's a wrestler, they might just be selling. Let's see here. Uh, Stain some... goes up. Uh oh, that might be one of the. I think that's one of the cops. Uh oh, this is not good. No, this is not what you want. You don't. You never want to see this. Now, what they need to do is put him on the stretcher, then pull him off the stretcher, beat him up, and then. Uh... That wasn't Jim Crockett, was it? I think it might have been Jim. Jim Crockett. Crockett. <laughs> Holy I think Toledo! Jim Crockett's been wanting to sell something his whole life. <laughs> He's always wanted to take a bump, just like every great promoter. Yep. Yep. Yep, that's Jim Crockett. <laughs> that's like that time Paul Pierce, like, crapped on himself and sold <laughs> it. Paul Pierce, he was playing for the Celtics. Uh-huh. And, like, something happened, and he pooped on himself a little bit. But he sold it like his knee, and they brought out a chair and wheeled him out. Uh, uh, Jay Moore, the comedian, was talking about on Jim Rome's show, and he said, Paul Pierce selling it like he got shot by a musket. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember hearing that. But and, but then, you know, he, so they take him off, and he's just writhing in pain. And within five minutes, you know, he goes back, changes his shorts, comes back. It's all, you know, the crowd gets into it because they're playing in Boston. They come back. They win. And then Paul Pierce is like, oh, yeah, I pooped on myself. Oh, man. So. So that I, so when I saw that this video came out, uh, there is commentary to it. So there's, there's two people or somebody commentating on this game. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously a woman that's never played basketball because her team is on offense and she's just standing in the backcourt. Cherry picking, as we would say. <laughs> uh, I tell you, the cops' defense is a little – I don't know that I'd be playing such aggressive defense on a bunch of wrestlers. 
Oh, oh. Barry Windham just blocked the girl's yes, shot. He, yes, he did. Yes, he did. See, that's the guy. That's the, that's the guy who doesn't know it's it's for charity. That's right. There's always that one guy that's, that's trying to, and then Dusty's like, "Oh, this these these fellas trying to play for real. Get a dream the ball, baby." There it is. Oh. <laughs> Dusty, he tried. He's like, Dusty wants to make a big play so yeah. bad. He's got to do it. Oh. Dusty's the guy, he's going to go 0 for 10, and then he's going to hit a half-court shot. Yeah, that's right. Because that's what you're going to hit. I still had not seen Dusty hit a three. I still you said he was the all-time three-point leader. No, he – this guy. Oh, that guy sold it. That was not a foul. I believe the commentator – there's Hawk with a rebound nobody's, on the air ball. Nobody's getting near Hawk. Look at – well, there's a guy trying Wait a to, minute. That guy is. Yeah, that guy's out of his mind. That guy is the guy – Yeah, the Road Warrior didn't like that. You heard the announcer. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to try to steal the ball from a guy whose life motto is we snack on danger <laughs> and we dine on death. Yeah, probably not. Probably not a guy you want to go pick in a fight with. Especially, I mean, we're not talking about a big guy. No. That guy's like, oh, there we go. Oh, Tim Horner, hands of stone. All right, so. I'm excited for this pay-per-view. Uh-huh. Main event is MJF. Oh, get it out of here. Barry Windham with the defense. Sting with uh, MJF and John Moxley. What are your thoughts on MJF? Of everything I've ever seen of him, I thoroughly enjoy what he does. He's very, very unlikable. Yes. I just said, like people say, Roman's a heel. They can pull for him now. And then said, I really enjoy MJF's work. I understand the hypocrisy of that. Yes. <laughs> but people enjoy enjoy booing him. Right. He's a, he's a guy that's fun to, to hate, you know? Because it doesn't take a lot of effort to hate him. Kind of like you. That's right. I'm just realizing the commercials are in this. Uh-huh. And they're spectacular. Oh, I love old commercials, man. This like, is like an advertisement for North for just Carolina. For North Carolina, yeah. Ski, you know, people skiing, hang gliding. Have you ever been skiing? Yeah, once. Yeah, me too. One time. One time. It was like, you know this thing, like, I guess I made peace with at some point. Like, I was never going to be a guy. Like, we were we were at the beach a few months ago, and there were these kids out there doing the skimboard thing, you know? Yeah. And I, like, I could never do that. Like the one where you run and you, stand and you on? you throw the, yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. and then you jump on it, and you go, and you just realize, like, like you don't see a lot of six-foot-five gingers that can do that kind of stuff. No? Like, we're good for a couple of things, man. I'm a, Like, I realize that, like, being a six-foot-five ginger, I'm a wrecking ball that can outdrink everybody. Like, that's what I'm good at. Yeah. That's, Stick with your strengths. Right. So, like, I don't try to, I, you know, I just quit worrying that, well, I wish I could learn to hang glide. I'm never going to be a hang glider. But I promise you, like, I can outdrink most people. <laughs> like, you just kind of have to, I guess you work with what, you, what the good Lord gave you. Yeah, I, I guess that's one way to look at it. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I don't, and I know people aren't going to call me to help them cut down a tree. You know, if somebody's got to reach something on the top shelf, right. you're not going to be the first guy they call. That's right. Yeah. 
And you know what? Do you know how much that gets? I mean, I, you would know. How much does that get me out of in life? A lot or not as much as I think? Man, I think probably more than you realize. Really? Yep. I wouldn't say it happens every time I go to the store. Uh-huh. Because that would be unfair. Yeah. But it probably happens once every month or two. Excuse me, sir. Did you get that from me? Yeah, it ha- and it's not a big deal. I don't, you know, I don't. And, and a lot of times if it's a elderly person, yeah, I volunteer to do it. Yeah. I say, ma'am, I'll get that for you. Yeah. You know, and like I was at, uh, at Walmart a month ago, mm-hmm. and this little lady wanted some water, and she, of course, you know, I'm watching her, and I said, ma'am, if you'll. If you'd like, I know people are funny about yeah. people touching their stuff right now. Right. But if you'd like, I would be more than happy to put that in here. Yeah. And then one day, like, I loaded somebody's car for them because they had, like, a 50-pound bag of dog food. And it yeah. was clear that they were having trouble with it. I don't know how they got it in there. I'm assuming yeah. somebody else probably got it in there. Yeah. And they were out in the car trying to get it out, this little old man. And I said, sir, I, I get that for you. So I volunteered to probably do it more than. So you're telling me you didn't tweet that out when you did those good deeds? Believe it or not, I didn't. Well. I actually regret even telling you now that I did them because t- I don't, like, I, I do a lot of stuff and never tell Well, anybody. it fits into the narrative we're trying. We're talking about getting stuff off yeah. the top shelf and me being yeah. short and you being tall and yeah. Brad Armstrong wearing these sunglasses. Me, I mean, I can pick up heavy stuff and I can reach things at height and I can drink a lot of beer. And those are my strengths. Yeah. You know? And I have a <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we haven't told a lie yet. <laughs> yeah, no reason, no reason to start No now. reason to start now. Um, what about, let me ask you, um, I, I don't know if you've been following, uh, you got FTR taking on Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Okay. I'll buy that. They've been... Um, Teasing Adam Page, the dissension between Page and Omega. Page okay. being friends with FTR. There's the the Telly Blanchard is now with FTR and mm-hmm. kind of teasing maybe a group okay. forming. Um, dude, any kind of group with FTR, Telly Blanchard, Adam Page, and even if they put Sean Spears, I'm in on that. Yeah, yeah, I would think. Here's a, like I, far be it from me. That's yeah, a fantasy book. But. Yeah. I would have, uh, I would have Sean Spears think he was going to be the yeah. fourth guy, yeah, and then, and then the actual, and then maybe have Cody come out, and uh, and they all beat up Sean Spears. Like I think that would be a well. See, Cody's already got his little faction. Cody's got yeah, the Nightmare Family. I know that's why you would think he wouldn't do that. That's what a heel turn is. It's an unexpected, you know. Yeah. I haven't been watching it, so I don't know what they're building up. That was just the first thought. Maybe the the actual other guy in the group, whoever it might be, they would all beat Sean Spears up. Right. I think eventually that's going to happen. But you um, – now, one thing, and I, I talked about this on uh, Patreon the other day. I, was, I watched AEW Dark, and it was a squash match with Sean Spears and another guy. Okay. Sean Spears is mid-card, lower mid-card. That's his. Right. I'm going to tell you, I was so impressed with how smooth he was. Like, mm-hmm. it, And I, what I said was. So, when was, you, when so you, was Tim Horner. Right. Tim. When you go see these local guys, 
you realize the the difference uh-huh. of what it takes to be TV ready? God, yes. I, I mean, mean, when you go uh, when you go to a show around here, and John Schuyler's on the show, he ruins everybody else, right? You know, or or or. I'll tell you an even better example was when we went and watched um, Cedric Alexander. Yeah. And when you would see Cedric Alexander around here. Yeah. And and you realize how much better he – there's a reason yeah. he's in WWE. Like, you just yeah. realize how much better he is than everybody. His, his – ti- like, the timing, the footwork, the smoothness – yeah, the react, mm-hmm. just the full package. Everything, yeah, the, everything about Cedric Alexander. When you would watch him on these local cards, and you, he was head and shoulders, yeah, above everybody else. Like yeah. it was not, it wasn't even. He was head and shoulders above John Schuyler. I don't mean that as no, a no, right, John Schuyler, because I think he's a talented guy. But Cedric Alexander's on another level. Yeah, and I, I think, <clears throat> I really think. So many of these young people in wrestling today, because wrestling has has come to, it's their dream to be the champion. Uh-huh. They're going to be the champion. That that's all you need is a hope and a dream to yeah. be a professional wrestler. Whereas, when, whereas there's Lex Luger. You know, statistically wise, I had a better shot of playing in the NBA than somebody does of becoming a full-time paid professional wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. It ju- that just hit me. Yeah, there's, I mean, yeah, there's just not that many, there's not that many slots on I, the main team. I don't think Lex Luger has broken a sweat or taken a break yet. Probably not. He's been going an hour with Ric Flair at this point. Well, right. But there's no – well, I guess there's rest holds. In, look at they're the rest, bench. They're resting right now. There's like 50 people on the wrestler's bench. Yeah. And I'm sure Ricky Santana showed up that day thinking he was going to get some run. Oh, there's no doubt he showed up. They put me in dust. Hey, I want to – is the score – are they going to flash the score? These police officers are pretty good. They're a lot better than the wrestlers, if you ask me. Golly. And I'm, I thought the wrestlers won this game. I mean, I thought that's the way Dusty booked it. <laughs> Wyndham tried a good pass. Sting. Is Sting wearing denim jeans? No, he's wearing, he's wearing Zoom. denim Zubas. I don't know if those are denim. They're just Zubas. Did you ever have any of those? I did. Um, maybe a pair, but I don't know that I ever wore them. I had some. Like I am really embarrassed about that, but I did have some. I'd kind of like to have some now, to be honest. They look comfortable. They are comfortable. I'm, you know, you've been wearing shorts over here. Well, they're and you all today. Yeah, they're all. Uh, oh, I got you. They're all kayfabe, baby. Yeah. Kayfabe. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason. Luger's done well. He missed that <laughs> free throw. Um. But uh, as someone who hasn't been following, what do you know about the pay-per-view tonight? I know that there is one. <laughs> I love it. Um, I know you asked me to come over and watch a little wrestling with you, and I don't have anything to do, so here I am. It was an opportunity well, to hang out with you. I'm glad that when it comes to 
doing nothing and hanging out with me. And eating junk food. And he, we did. Today's a cheat day. <clears throat> yeah. I wish he'd let me get a bottle, but, you know. Uh-oh, he's got him in a front face lock there. Think about this. Think about how smooth Brad Armstrong was wrestling-wise. Think about how good-looking, how in good a shape. And you think about how far he went. And mm-hmm. what I mean is he wasn't a, He wasn't even a second-tier champion. And so, like, for no. all these local people to think, you ain't ever going to be as good as Brad Armstrong. Oh, no, no. Listen, there's guys out there on that court right now that ain't as good as Brad Armstrong. <laughs> you know? Look, Lex Luger's not as good as Brad Armstrong. Bell to bell. Right. No, I got you. But I Lex, got you. Lex Luger Lex Luger's, uh, suffers from the same condition as Sid Vicious. Yeah. If you were going to – if you ask somebody what a pro wrestler looked like back in the 80s and, and, and they showed them a picture of Lex Luger, that's what they would say. He walks with confidence. He's got a yeah. swagger about him. I mean, he's a the uh, speaking of Brad Armstrong. Uh, just this week, mm. his father, Bullet Barb yeah. Armstrong, passed away. Yes, sir. Now, all my exposure to Bullet Barb Armstrong, but or Bullet Bob, as some Bullet people call him, is late in his career when they would come and make appearances. Yeah. For Crockett. Same here. Same um, here. But just to hear, we had I had a lady at church that grew up in Alabama. Uh-huh. And, dude, the tale, she would just, here's that three-pointer from Dusty. Uh, but just the tale of what she would, um, her, her stories about Bullet Bob and watching him. And huh. It, it was just, it was mind-boggling to me. I mean, it was just kind of mesmerizing that uh, how... In that region, he was it. Yeah. I mean, he was, uh, in his time, in his place, he was every bit as popular as the Von Erics. Yeah. Or, or Rick Flair is around here, or Jerry Lawler is in Memphis, or Vern Gagne was in, in Minneapolis. I mean, our Hulk Hogan or Bruno, maybe not Hulk, I think Hulk's unfair. But, yeah. But like Bruno San Martino was in New York. Um, that was Bob Armstrong. But if you were pulling out. Like, if you were going the country by regions and you were pulling out one or two names, if you talked about that that Alabama Gulf uh-huh. region, he would he, he has got to be on any in any discussion if you ever yeah. talk about Mount or Mount Rushmore of that region. Absolutely. Brad Armstrong just missed a wide open breakaway layup. I hadn't seen this many missed shots since I was dating. Since you were playing basketball. <laughs> since I was playing basketball <laughs> and asking girls out on dates and getting turned. Actually, I don't know that I've ever been turned down on a date. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I played it too safe. That's why I tell my son. Oh, okay. I got you. That's why I tell my you son. Never, you never tried to hit a grand slam. No, no, no. I was, listen, I was going for bunts and taking a, <laughs> taking a walk. I took, got beamed a couple of, <laughs> got beamed a you couple didn't even mind getting hit by a couple of things. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
I needed somebody in the dugout hitting the trash can <laughs> letting me know what was coming. Trash. Get out of there. What are you doing? Yeah, man, you were not watching for signs, boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you, some of us were standing there trying to give them to you. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying swing away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, goodness, man. Oh. Well, if you call 342-6943, well, I don't know what, the, I guess that was for You know that, was, a, that was an advertisement for a phone sex line. No, it wasn't. Okay. Oh, man. Dusty Rhodes going to the free throw line now. Is Dusty wearing yoga pants? I think he's got cut off sweatpants or pulled up sweatpants. Wearing that. Dusty's probably, he's going to be the only guy in history to get juice in a charity basketball <laughs> game. I got he, a feeling. He's just wearing. Get a little color, baby. <laughs> he's the only one not wearing a jersey. Yeah. He missed the free throw. Gonna get some color here, baby. Gonna get some color. Oh my! Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to watch some wrestling with you, man. Some live wrestling as it happened. Well, actually, yeah, it has. It's been a long, long well, uh, I mean, time. We've watched wrestling together, right? You know, over the past several years, but never uh, sitting down with like chips and salsa and Mountain Dew. Never and, in a proper way, right? We've well, watched it as. Uh, part of the podcast not just as part of yeah yeah like hey. we're not going to be putting headphones on and doing a wrap-up of this thing or nothing like that are we or maybe we will when maybe, it's over. Maybe. maybe we'll do a little wrap-up maybe uh but i don't expect us to record anything while we're while we're watching we're just going to enjoy that in order to enjoy one another's company um don't make it weird now i've heard rumors that there is a lot of people that think that the bullet was actually Bob Armstrong. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I got a feeling that the bullet's somewhere right now with Stagger Lee and the Midnight Rider having a cold beer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I also didn't know that uh, I, I just saw a new Midnight Rider video. It was not who I normally think of when I think of the Midnight Rider. Yeah, that was a... That was uh, not a good thing. Not a good thing. Oh, really? What? It just didn't work. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it didn't work because everybody, I mean, everybody knew that Dusty was the Midnight Rider. Yeah. And by that point, uh, and I I got this because I like to tell my sources. Uh, Cornette talked about that Uh because that kind of was making the rounds. It's funny how these things will make the rounds in wrestling circles because I saw it too. Um, Yeah, he evidently... Watts didn't. Watts was still under the impression that they were in the territory system where nobody had seen the Midnight Rider. Not a, oh. not kind of getting that things were getting to getting rolling on a national level, and Dusty had already done it on TBS. And yeah, so it just it didn't work. It fell flat. It was just. Uh, it was weird to hear him talk. This is a silver dollar, and he was talking about how it was just weird to hear him. I, I didn't believe Bill Watts. No. When he was talking about the Midnight Rider. 
But nothing's more believable than Magnum T.A. sitting next to a campfire with a horse. That's a fact. And another man. Because I just think that was like what he normally did. <laughs> That's kind of how I assumed. He, you know? he, he's either at the campfire or he's wearing his full-length fur coat. You know. <laughs> Magnum T.A. Magnum T.A. had five outfits. He had his wrestling gear. He had jeans and a leather vest with no shirt. Yeah. He had his red swimsuit. <laughs> he had the campfire cowboy outfit. And uh-huh. he had the jeans and the no shirt and the full length fur coat. That's yeah. it. Five outfits. Well, he had One a leather three. jacket, too. He had a leather, black Le- leather jacket. Okay. Maybe he wore that with the jeans instead of the vest. Yeah. With the bandana tied around his neck when he was riding his motorcycle. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I think when I saw Magnum T.A. riding a motorcycle, I mean, I already knew I wasn't made for motorcycles, and that just kind of sealed the deal for me. Really? Yeah. That didn't make you, ooh, that was a terrible pass. It didn't make you want a motorcycle? No, because I knew I wasn't that cool. I wasn't cool enough for a motorcycle. See, that is the always, I guess. Oh, my goodness. Dusty Dusty just tackled the cameraman. Like, in my mind. Holy cow. You... I can sit here today yeah. looking like Jabba the Hutt uh-huh. on your couch. But in my mind, uh-huh. when I walk down the street, uh-huh. I look like Magnum T.A. on that motorcycle. Really? You got to have that kind of confidence in yourself, man. I mean, I just see myself as, uh, you know, the guy waiting for the plane to go, the plane, the plane. Well, that's what you are. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh I see myself as, uh, I don't know, Magnum T.A. on the motorcycle. That's how I see myself. Well, there you go. I, well, that's good. That's and I know good. that I'm not. Uh-huh. You know, I know that I'm not that. But, you know, you got you to gotta have some self-confidence, man. I think I've got, uh, I got some self-confidence. You do. You do. And I feel like it's my job to help chip away at what little that you do have. <laughs> Well, if you keep showing up at my house at 9.30 on Saturday mornings and waking me up unannounced and telling me, Heath, you know, your home security system is terrible. Can't believe, you know, just. uh, And now you're announcing it to the world that you sleep with your doors wide open. Right. Because so you come in the front door and there's like a little entryway and then there's another door that does have a deadbolt. Right. But if that door gets locked, Drake can't get into the rest of the house. The lock only has one major design flaw. <laughs> In order for it to work, the door must be closed. <laughs> well, what's weird about that very front door, it's a glass door. Uh-huh. It's like, it, it doesn't really matter if it's locked. If you want to get in bad enough. Yeah, locks are just to keep honest people out. That's right. If a crook wants in, they're going to get in. Yeah. Well, seeing the man who built this house, there's so many gun racks through this house. I think people knew that once this house went up, this is not the house you break into. This is like the Whitman house. You know what I keep in my house? What's that? A chainsaw. In your house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I figure in the middle of the night, if you rack a shell into a shotgun, that that is a certain intimidating sound. Yeah. Uh, in the dark, uh-huh. and it certainly works. 
But I don't know that it works near as good as, as the sound of and then coming down the hall with a chainsaw wide open. They're going to be so busy, you know. Cleaning themselves. Cleaning themselves. They're going to look like they're. Like their butts was on fire and their heads was catching when they're trying to get out of your house. What? Their butts was on fire? Actually, it's their feet was on fire and their asses was catching is the, is the term. But I was trying to church it up. Well, that's I've never heard that uh, vernacular before. It's from an old Charlie Daniels song, man. Seven seconds left. We're at the end. we're getting to the end of this game. Somebody's calling a timeout. We're in a charity game here, people. So I know why this video is so long. Is there so many fouls called? And it was Dusty Rhodes with the. Uh, you know what? Maybe Dusty Rhodes wasn't the lead score, but he's the one that sent in the article to Bill Lapper. <laughs> That's right. And there was Shane Douglas. Holy Toledo! You know, I don't know if you know this. Shane Douglas was almost responsible for a resurgence in the in the NWA. That's what I've been trying to tell everybody. If he hadn't thrown that title into the trash, the NWA would have returned to prominence decades before Billy Corgan took over. A lot of people don't know that. That's a that's the that's wrestling people oh, right yeah, there. That's a wrestling crowd. That's all the high school kids that you know. There's McGruff, the crime dog. <laughs> You remember when McGruff came to school, came to our school? Yes, I do. That and didn't we? Didn't they bring out the uh, the crime robot in the doghouse? Yes. They had some robot that yes. came out one time. And hey, remember the guy? Holy Toledo! This guy. Oh, I thought he was going to get a shot off. Barry Wyndham. Boy, this game was a lot. I think that was booked. That finish was booked. I think you're right. But do you remember when they used to bring the snakes in and they would show you all the different kind of poisonous snakes around? Yeah, we, we uh, do that up at camp sometimes. We had a guy bring in his snakes. Oh, and really? He would let all the kids. We did snake handling. <laughs> they weren't poisonous. I would hope not. They're Doug Dillinger. Yeah, boy, he's been around for a minute, hasn't he? Now, see, that's a wrestler that? that I don't recognize. I think it's Chick Donovan. No, no. There's, There's Paul, Paul Ellering. Ellering. He didn't get any play South. time. There was George South. Paul Ellering never got in the game. I never saw Ricky Santana get in the game. I did see the Italian Stallion. Oh, I want to see who. Oh. I want to see if if Virgil Runnels is one of the one, one of, of the, the producers. Yeah. Man, this came on TV, didn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This came. It came into. Uh, Lee Noble. This, yeah, this was on like cable access or something. I would say this probably came on channel thirteen or something on Saturday afternoon. I don't recognize any of these names. The crowd was not hometown cable television. That was pretty amazing. All right, huh. let's get out of here. Uh. So yeah, if I would, yeah, definitely not worth watching. Uh, no, no, I would say so. Not, not very entertaining. Uh, no, not entertaining as far at as all. Pretty poor, terrible quality. 
Uh, as Terrible as, basketball. Yeah, as far as basketball goes, yeah, it's it's worse than the worst basketball game I've ever seen. So, have you ever watched one of the NBA charity games? Uh huh. I remember one year they showed Magic Johnson's charity game on TV, uh-huh. and I taped it. And I wish I still had it because it was no defense. Right. It was just hey, you dunk, you dunk. We're all gonna dunk. And I think at this this NWA game. Somebody should have said, guys, Look, we're, we're not going to play defense. Because they played too much defense. Yeah. And when you get people that don't know how to play basketball playing defense, it's a defense that is so frenetic you can't do anything. Right, because people wind up getting hurt. Right. And when we saw <clears throat> Barry Windham got taken down, can you imagine? From poor Jim Crockett. He's probably still set <laughs> on that injury. Yeah. I, if. You can't hold me to this. If there's ever another event and we get to go to it and somehow get to meet Jim Crockett, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm watching this game. What what was that? And he's like, ah, oh, you know. And, and after you do that, I hope that you don't stand up and ask Ole Anderson what it was like to win the tag team titles with his brother Gene. I didn't do that, thanks to you. <laughs> Golly, I, that was just a bad day, man. God, I can't believe you were about to ask that question. What was it like being one well, of the only brothers? Well, I was thinking, well here's the thing. Is luckily, I was, ask him. I was, I'm thinking that, and it's formulating. And then I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then I do, you know, Google, and I'm like, I knew that. I knew that. I knew, I knew that that wasn't real. I wish you hadn't Googled it, man. I wish you'd asked that question. That would have been the highlight of my life. Personally, it would have been a highlight in my life if you'd asked that question. I, but we would not be here today because we would have got run out of the industry. Somebody would have run us out of the business. Yeah, yeah, somebody would. Jim Cornette would be telling yeah, Jim story. Cornette would have. Come Do y'all out. remember that little that little mutton head? He was at the he was at the fan fest, and that's what's wrong with this industry. And everybody's trying to. <laughs> you kind of sound like him. <laughs> you sound a lot like him, man. I thought, you know, you ask it. Do I follow any of this? Like that is. Uh, he that's his new gimmick. Yeah, is, is, I say gimmick. That's his new format of his show. A yeah, lot is pretty much watching these shows and eviscerating them. Yeah, and that's what I do now. Like I don't watch any of these shows. I listen to Cornette eviscerate them every week, and I've kept up with what's going on that way. <laughs> I, yeah, and he, you know, he's not going to say anything good. That's not his gimmick. He actually does say a lot of good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says a lot of good stuff about the people. He praised uh, Adam Cole and uh, Pat McAfee. Really? As being incredible. He said it was one of the best wrestling things he's seen in years. Really? Yeah. If he likes something, he absolutely says that he likes it. But <clears throat> And he's not wrong about a lot of what he criticizes. No, he's, 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 that's true. He's a, he said the other day, he said he told Batista one time, he said, you know, if we could take my brain and put it into your body for a couple of years, both of us could retire. Yeah. 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 So he, he knows what he's talking about, man. He's right about what people like me want to see from wrestling. Whether anybody that, no, that's right. It, that's whether right. they want to hear it or not. Right. Whether anybody, they can say whatever they want to say about the way that he says it. Yeah. But 
people like me who stopped watching wrestling, yeah, stopped watching wrestling for all of the things he's criticizing it for. Well, the, you know the thing, you uh, know me, the guy with expendable with, with disposable income, yeah, that used to spend money on it. Right, we you spend know? a lot less money on wrestling than we yeah. used to. Yeah, I mean, we used to spend a lot of money going to uh, everything. events. Yeah, yeah. everything. I'm interested to see wrestling is, is getting ready to, we're recording this September the, what is this, the 5th? Yeah, September 5th. Wrestling is getting ready to open back up here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, in two weeks, Battles and Wrestling is back with the cage match. And I'm interested to oh. see what the local, I'm anxious to see what local wrestling looks like. Yeah. I've seen, you know, we were watching video of uh, a show that happened without fans. Uh, but I'm anxious to see if people return. Me too. They have in some areas. Um, well, you were at Walmart today. You saw those people. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But I, but for a lot of people, the money, the disposable income they had to spend on stuff like wrestling is not there anymore for a lot of them. Is it? I don't know. I don't know either. There were a lot of people at Walmart today. Well, some, well. I just think that I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. And, and this is not, this is just, I think there are a lot of y'all that live in a bubble. Right. That have really not had to go do very much and don't understand that, like, the blue collar workers, uh, the essential workers right. in this country, like, haven't, haven't had any time off. Well, no, there I mean, it hasn't been a, let's take a, Let's take months and just stay at home and not do anything. No, 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 no. I'm not. No, no. But I, I was not. No, it's right. not a criticism. Right. But I do think that there's a lot of people that think that's the way the whole country has been, and it's not. But well, I, well, and I really believe if I was somebody that could stay at home, yeah. for four months, yeah. and my company didn't miss a beat, yeah, I would be concerned about whether I was actually going to have a job here in a couple of years. Right. Well, no. What I'm what I'm saying is I, I'm thinking about the <clears> grandparent. <throat> Who wants to take their three grandkids to a wrestling show? Right in South Carolina. In in South Carolina, there. all the stuff going on with schools mm-hmm. that that maybe the, the income's not there to pay for, to take their kids to the, sh- the show, and then they're hearing everything. Well, it's not safe. It's not safe. It's not safe. And they, you know, it's just crazy. But the yeah. kids are back in school. Who knows? I don't think most of them believe that it's not safe. Well, this is true. I, some. I, I think I, you're absolutely right with that. I know I'm right. Like well, I, we just were at Walmart. I absolutely know yeah. that I'm right. That most people. I mean, Nancy Pelosi seems to think it's safe. Right. So I know that most people don't. You know, are not thinking that it's not safe anymore. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not real. Right. I'm not saying it's not a thing. I absolutely it is. Right. I understand. It's yeah. a real it, it really it's happening. I get that. Yeah. But man, it's some what are we gonna do? We're gonna stay shut down for the next ten years. I you know we're we, just not gonna do anything. We go We were talking this morning. I think next year is really when things mm-hmm. when you're gonna see the the true effects on the economy. Yeah. I think it's next year. But I, I've been um so the Walmart we have is it's it's a cross it's not a super center but it's also not a it's just not a market. a little market it's this weird in between. But I was amazed because Drake was wanting canned pears, and uh-huh. there was about four weeks every time I would go to Walmart once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Four weeks they didn't have any canned pears. Like there was a whole section. Yeah. Oh, I know. Of food that they didn't have, and I just I was like, huh, that's interesting. 
And then all of a sudden, everything was on the shelves again. I don't know. I, I mean, no. And then, but well, that's what I was going to It's kind of been a weird thing. I think there definitely are shortages of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're just getting a taste here in America of what it's like in other countries where you can't get everything you want right now. Right, um, right. You know, unless you want to continue to make Bezos a millionaire or a billionaire. I'm sorry. for All these mom and pop businesses have gone out of business because they couldn't open up. But you right. know, Walmart could. Right. It's crazy. but And it was safe for Walmart to open up, mm-hmm. but not for uh, Tom and Jan's corner store. Exactly. Isn't that strange? It is very strange. Strange that all these major businesses were, I don't know, it, they could safely open, but the mom and pop businesses couldn't. Interesting. And Nancy Pelosi can go into a mom and pop salon uh-huh. and get her hair cut. Walk around with no mask on and then... Right. Go, and then Take that same haircut on the cable. I'm not. First of all, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Right. I'm a truth seeker. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then go on TV and call people bad people for. Yeah. Not wearing masks and doing things like getting haircuts. So. You know we're all hypocrites. Yeah. It's just, I am it, too. It's what. It's just what degree it's we're willing right. to. Yeah, to all, go of us, out on, all of us are hypocrites. Yeah, to a certain extent. No, to a, no, yeah, you know what I'm. We are all hypocrites. Uh, no, I'm. Yeah, yeah, yes, every single one of us. I mean, we drank some coffee today mm-hmm. that was probably ground up by somebody who was essentially slave labor. You, you're probably right. Yeah, I got. I know. I see some Nikes over there. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Vans and Crocs. And I mean, there's definitely and, Nikes in here. You know, all of us. All of us have a have a level. It's just we find a level of hypocrisy we can live with. I think I think, I think uh, somebody was talking to me the other day, and they, they were talking about a boycott. Oh, man, I'm on boycott. And I'm like, I could probably think of 10 products you're buying that you don't know that are connected oh, yeah. to that company. Yes, exactly. And it's the same company owns everything now, man. There's like five corporations. Right. I know there's like five everything. news organizations that, yeah. or there's five like entertainment companies mm-hmm. that own. And most of like the little guys who start like a record label, you're st- like, uh, there's a guy named Gary Vanderchuk, and he's talking about this all the time. He's like, he wants people to start stuff. He said, but is your goal. To start it, to finish it, he said the problem is most of these companies aren't built to last because they're built to be sold. Right, they're just trying exactly. to they're trying to create an app or create something to sell to somebody. Yep, and you know make their quick million dollars or billion dollars or whatever, and then buy a beach house and retire. Yeah, that's the goal, right? I would definitely take a beach house and retire. Yes, me too. What beach would you retire to? I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be somewhere in Florida. I think my 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 plan is to retire to Florida anyway. So. I think that's a lot of people's plans. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be one of those halfbacks though, because you'd wind up in like the bad part of Georgia. What you mean? What's a halfback? A halfback is the people that move from New York to Florida, and then this area is kind of halfway back to New York. Right. Like the people that live. So if you did that, you're already in South Carolina. You won't move to Florida. Halfway back for you is in the bad part of Georgia. Yeah, yeah, because I looked at that. My company has an office there, and uh, it's just not close enough for me. Uh, 
It's not it's not close enough to Florida for me to consider doing it. Huh, interesting. Interesting. That's the best part about being uh, part of the Wesley Church. We have places everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I've always kind of, you know, as I look back, I've thought, man, if I'd gone to become like a paramedic. Yeah. Like you can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I kind of. You know, if I could go back and do it all over again, something like that would have been a good, a good uh, career choice. I don't know, maybe not, but you can kind of go wherever you want to go when you do stuff like that. I think if you could go back, I would like encourage you to stick to wrestling. Here's the thing, and I, you know, that was what it was. <clears throat> I think I've always said if. Tank and I were 20 years too late. A lot of people were 20 years. Superstar yeah. Billy Graham was 20 years too soon. Yeah. You know, um, me and Hank were, tw- oh, man, Hank, me and Tank were 20 years too late. Yeah. You know, 1984, Georgia Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But 1994, yeah. Georgia Championship Wrestling. Right. It just wasn't going to happen. You right, know what I mean? right. It wasn't going to happen. Well... It's yeah, I think, a good I, life. I think if I could go back and do it all over again, I probably would have sh- would have aimed a little higher than um, than paramedic. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ain't a knock on paramedics. That's I mean, a that's an admirable, you know, admirable profession. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't mean that a disparaging yeah. in any way. I mean, I just I think I I don't know that that's the route I would have gone down. But it's just you know something I've kind of thought recently. Man, that would have been a you know. That's a tough field. I got a friend of mine's a paramedic, and it's a very physically demanding career. Yeah. That's what he's told me. He's like, he's, you know, talking about, because he's, you know, in his 40s now, too, and he's just talking about how his hips are bad, huh. his back's bad, and all kind of stuff. Like, it's, a, he said it's a really physically taxing. They're standing up and, you know, kneeling down on the side of the road for an hour at yeah. a time. and. You know, staying down on your knees on the ground and crawling around and stuff like that. He wow. talks about how it really has taken a toll on his body. Hmm. Stuff we don't think about. You know. Yeah, I was somewhere the other day. And somebody just had to kneel down and do something for a couple minutes. And I, it just like, I was like, I don't know that I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Without. Yeah. I think you probably could. I had to. I had to, they were making fun of me the other day. I had to lay down and pick something up. and So I laid down and got it. And, like, I, I work with a lot of young guys. So mm-hmm. um, the thing weighed about, about, you know, about 60 pounds. Yeah. So I made sure to lift it from way down and pick it up and pick it up over my head and toss it. Yeah. To remind them just because they call me an old man don't mean that I am. <laughs> right, right. You know, I like, I like to. So I just tell people sometimes, every once in a while, I have to do stuff to remind them guys I work with why I'm the king of the jungle. Right. There you go. Speaking of the king of the jungle, did you see where Carol Baskin's going to be on the dancing with the stars? stars. Yeah, that's right. I kind of got to say I'm looking forward to that. I've never watched that. I've never watched it either, but I'm telling you, that's brilliant marketing. It really is really good idea I, that might get better ratings than ever i think it and will. they're gonna rig it to where she stays on i think oh yeah they don't want her going out from right at the but she's gonna be one of the worst dancers i don't know she may surprise she us surprise you she may know how to cut a little rug 
She knows how to yeah. cut up her husband. <laughs> if they, allegedly, if they don't work, if they don't incorporate <laughs> something into that, I hope she dances to Tiger Rag or something yeah, like Eye that. Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, what's the uh, what's the Carrie Underwood song about? Like uh, where she burns his car or something? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before he cheats, dude. What if she dances to one of Joe Exotic's songs? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Oh, that would be beautiful. That would be one of the most surreal moments in TV history. Yeah, if they don't do that, they are wasting their lives and their opportunities. And that's good. They'd have to pay Joe a little money for the licensing. Yeah, it's good for everybody. It's good for everybody. It's good for everybody. That would be brilliant. Copyright. Copyright that idea. If they do co- so you're copywriting. I copyright. Dancing with the Stars. Having Carol Baskins dance to a song that Joe Exotic wrote and performed. Copyrighted. But you're copyrighted. ABC. Talk to my lawyer. Mr. Uh, train them. <laughs> Do we cheat them and how? Do we cheat them and train them? Um, all right. So this game is wrapped up. Uh, we're getting, we're we're watching the pay per view tonight. We're going to record some more episodes. We're going to I'm going to find some other good wrestling for us to watch <laughs> for us to talk about. But uh, any final thoughts on uh, this kind of eclectic menagerie? Of plethora of topics we talked about. <laughs> no, nah, man, that was uh, that was something else, man. I wish we would have recorded this morning about the steak and the pork and the I chicken. I do too. I do too. That was good. I wish we would recorded it for us. Oh, that's right. I don't. You yeah. know what I mean? That's uh, the kind of stuff that could get you canceled these days. Though. Is it though? Like we didn't. What did we no, say? but but somebody would get offended by saying yeah. that steak is the only way to go. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't say that. You but, did. I know. But I could get canceled for that by yeah. telling everybody, stay away from the pork. Yeah, that was you. That was not me. Yeah, way to throw me under the bus. I'm just saying, like <laughs> I told you. I, I but you like, made I, me say I it. I was like, I like pork chops and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, like I said, we do have a Patreon. Let me just tell you this. So, if you are... um. If you're if you're dollar Patreon several times a week, um, especially with wrestling picking back up, I talk about behind the scenes stuff in South Carolina wrestling. I talk about an incident that happened uh, this week that that something that happened. Uh, but if you're a five dollar patron, every month you are getting a copy of an old wrestling magazine, an old PDF. You can relive. And now, if you're you're ten dollar, I've already uploaded these for the next year. Every month. Uh, you're getting, and the theme for 2020, or the theme for 2021 is the British Bulldogs. So, like, through the rest of 2020, I uploaded some Stan Hansen matches that are just private for our patrons. But then in 2021, you're going to get, now, these are not WWE matches. These are, these are matches you can find that are legal. But I've got them just for our patrons. You ain't got to look for them, but it's British Bulldogs in Japan and stuff like that. Um, so pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Some really good matches that I did not know had, uh, had happened. So I'm excited even myself to go back and, and watch, uh, some of that stuff. So it's patreon.com slash double drop kick. We're going to have a link to that in the show notes. We're also going to have a link to this 
NWA wrestlers versus Charlotte Police Department charity basketball game, even though our recommendation is not to watch it. Yeah, I would not. Of course, if you've watched it along with us, you're probably feeling kind of like we are. It's a strange thumbnail that they chose. It's that commercial. It's it's that it's a thumbnail from that Planned, it's the Parenthood. Planned Parenthood commercial. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing to choose because it, it has nothing to do with wrestling. It's just like a girl's face. Yeah. So if you're just like scrolling through, you, it, you there's nothing about it that would make you think, oh, this is the right video. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and oddly enough, it was an abortion of a basketball match. <laughs> I don't think we need to go there, but it was terrible. I said basketball match. What's wrong with me? Right Next on. thing you know, I'll be calling them football uniform, football costumes. <laughs> 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 They're football costumes, though. So anyway, hey, uh, we're going to record some more great episodes. So thank you for your support. Thanks for listening to the number one wrestling podcast now, not only in Oconee County, but also in Pickens County. It is the Double Drop Kick Show, and for the Double Drop, Mark's over here yawning. We, it's my nap time. He, he's gonna get. Yeah, he he got up early this morning. Just as he woke me up, I'm gonna make sure he stays awake for this afternoon of uh, entertainment and enjoyment. But as always, for the Double Drop Kick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken. and I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.